Hey there, PR experts. Blackboard here. School PR is about telling the story of your students, your teachers, and your school community. From websites and mass notifications to mobile presence and classroom engagement, Blackboard has the tools that you need. And whether you're a one-person shop or part of a bigger communication team, we can help you reach more people more effectively in less time. Thank you for all the work you do in improving education and helping students succeed. And thanks for letting us be a part of it. Now, back to the podcast. Advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, teachers, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help educators help our kids. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Blackboard, School Shine, and Market Bolt. Here's your host, Ryan Ferran. All right, welcome back. So glad you guys are here. Episode 57, we were talking substitute teacher shortages, staffing shortages. We're all dealing with it. pretty much a national crisis. It's hitting hard and we all need to respond. And this is a great opportunity for you, the communications professional, to really step up, show some value and help your school district. So that is what we are going to talk about today. I really try to give you guys some tangible tactics to give some really good advice how you can help and really give value to your school district and your role as a school communicator to help. And this will definitely do that. Before we get started, how about a little levity? (laughs) Have you guys seen the SNL skit about the school board meeting? (laughs) It's pretty good. Let's take a quick listen. Motion passes. The name of Robert E. Lee Middle School will be changed to Robert E. Lee Was Bad Middle School. (laughs) Now, we know there have been lots of questions about the school district's COVID safety policies, so we open the floor to the public. Ma'am? Hello, my name is Jane Nordling Smythe. I am concerned and I am also crazy. Let's begin. The Johnson, Johnson, and Johnson are from because of Fauci, okay? And the Fauci is only part of it, but not on T-Mobile, because this, all of this, this is about Israel. Ma'am, ma'am, do you have a question about the school district's COVID policy or your child's safety? I don't have a child, and I don't live in this town. Then you should not be here. Oh, yes. The best is when they come to the podium chewing gum, and <laughs> it's just oh, so much to say. This is the best part, though. Take a listen to this. All right, next. Hi. I'm so mad, I'm literally shaking right now. <laughs> Forget COVID? The real threat? is critical race theory being taught in our schools. My question is, what is it? And why am I mad about it? So yeah, it's about a six minute skit on Saturday Night Live. And you know, a lot of people have legitimate concern, complaints, and they come to the school board meeting and it's the best. And they say, why are you teaching this, doing that in your school district? And it's nowhere near your school district. But uh, there's there's always some truth in the humor, right? And that's why it's so funny. They really should have done a, added a little piece about when people take over school board meetings and they 
they declare themselves school board president because uh, some of the school board members left and the like. We've seen a lot this year. So we need some levity. We need to laugh. We appreciate the input, the feedback. But uh, there's some there's some things we've seen this year so far. We thought last year was the year, and this year would be a walk in the park compared to what we dealt with last year. But man, our resumes are building. The list of what we've dealt with is growing. And that's just, you know, that is the positive of this is that you've dealt with so much. The next crisis, no matter what it is, you are going to know how to deal with it because you dealt with the one you you did not know how to deal with. And there was no textbook for. So there you go. But we we start with Saturday Night Live. Let's get there. The uh, link to the full the full skit is in the description of this video. Speaking of links, we have a new School PR Podcast Facebook group. Search School PR Podcast on Facebook. Just search in the group section to join us. Appreciate Adam and Miriam joining us. They are the latest. Hello, Canada, by the way. Last episode I talked about, I love hearing from folks who are listening from all over the country. This is the second person I've heard from in Canada that is listening to us, the School PR Podcast. So that is just super cool. It's always, you do this podcast, you see the downloads, but sometimes you don't hear any comments, any feedback, but it's always so nice when people do reach out and you guys do reach out a lot and just say, hey, I really enjoyed that podcast or something. And that's always nice. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, however is easy for you. And we also have a new Twitter at School PR Podcast. Join the conversation there. We'll talk more than just about the podcast, everything School PR. So if you want to join us, chat a little bit more in depth than the podcast, please do. And we will do that. But yeah, I appreciate hearing from everyone around the country and in other countries. That's super cool. So really appreciate that. So we're talking about how we can help our school districts with this staffing shortage that we're seeing, mostly with substitute teachers, but for a lot of school districts, there's a lot of positions we are very short staffed on, special education aides, et cetera, bus drivers, the list goes on and on. So in a previous episode, I talked about getting in the room. You know, that's one thing we talk about in school PR is how do we prove our value? How do we get on cabinet, on the executive team, be part of the conversations, move up in the organization. And this is one of those things where you can really prove some value to your organization by you have a big problem and you can really potentially help solve it and really help mitigate the issue. So a lot of things sometimes school PR folks are asked to do are like, I see some questions. Hey, do you have this, that and it's curriculum related or it's really not in our wheelhouse? But this, this is, and if you haven't been asked to help yet, volunteer your services because you can really help the HR department with this staffing issue. So I'm going to give you guys some tangible tips on how you can, you know, take these ideas, claim them as your own and make an impact on your organization, prove your worth and why you're so valuable because substitute we need substitute teachers administrators are filling in classrooms it's we we don't have somebody in the class with kids i mean th this is bad and 
it could be getting worse. So first of all, the infographic, that's the first thing you're going to do, right? And it's good. And those of us listening to this podcast, that's what you're going to do. And for most of us, and that's good because a lot of school districts don't have people that can even make an infographic. They can't hop on Canva and they don't have the skill set or the personnel to do that. So it's good. It works, but we need to be more creative. Everyone and their mother is going to make an infographic for their substitute teacher shortage. So the district to your left, to your right, north, south, and everywhere in between is making an infographic. And you're all going for the same exact substitute teacher pool, aides, etc. whatever the position is, you're going for the same people. So you need to get creative. Look, you need to stand out. And this is where you set yourself apart. Do a video. Instead of just a picture, do an animation. Do a gift. Blackboard believes in the power of good communication in helping students succeed and is a proud sponsor of School PR with Ryan Ferran. Blackboard, education's partner in change. A lot of school districts, mine included, we raised our pay rate pretty significantly. It's funny, some school districts around us, we raised it to $200 a day, one raised it to 205. So there's competition. We're all competing. It's known, it's out there, it's, it's funny. But that's what it is. But raising the rate alone, that's good, that helps, but how are people finding out that you raise the rate? They go into your website and clicking nine times to get to that page that weren't even interested in the job in the first place? No. So raising the rate's great, but if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, does it make an impact? Did it fall? Probably not. That's where you come in. That's where you go to your HR department. Hey, I can help you. Do we need to hire some subs? Yeah, obviously. Let me help. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. What we did in Arcadia, me and Amber, we are big fans of Bitmoji. And I've been dying to figure out a way to get Bitmoji into something we can do. Amber and I will talk in Bitmoji nonstop. We don't need to say a word text-wise. We just throw the Bitmojis in there. They do all the talking. For me, Bitmoji is much more funnier than I am, better looking. And so I'll just throw the Bitmoji in there and it, it does wonders. So we had this idea, let's make a video about the substitute, the pay increase we're hiring in Bitmoji and make a Bitmoji conversation back and forth. My Bitmoji, her Bitmoji, announce the big announcement, the news about the pay rate we're hiring, etc. Because Bitmoji now, if you know Bitmoji, has evolved, which is amazing. And you can now actually add your own text into it. So it was perfect. Before you would have to go with whatever text they had or do Photoshop and get really creative and crazy. But now with Bitmoji, you can add your personalized text through it if you know how to do that. So anyway, we had this crazy idea. We went back and forth. <laughs> One of the funnest things we've ever done because we both loved Bitmoji and created this, this video. I'll put a link in, in the description to, to do something creative, to stand out from every other district that's putting out an infographic around us. My point is you have to do something creative. So here are some ideas. You can steal the Bitmoji one, but we all know where that came from. And you probably don't want to steal something <laughs> that unique, but have at it if you will. But here are some other ideas and where to put links 
and how to really make an impact with this issue. So first of all, infographic is a good first step and we have one in addition to what we're doing. We'll post it occasionally. We'll do it a unique one for different jobs. But you can interview staff about the benefits of working in your school district, why they like it, why they love it. Um, so do st different staff videos about it, release them separately, put one together, do the promotion, the link to where you're hiring and all that to your HR website. You can do a press release about, we just increased our pay rate, we're hiring subs, we have X amount of openings. What the media likes and what does well on social media is when you use, and this is for storytelling in general, specifics, numbers, and data. So if you have 27 substitute teacher openings, four bus driver openings, eight openings in your nutrition services department, et cetera, et cetera, name those all out, put those in the press release, put the pay range, the salary, the benefits, and send that to the media. That will get picked up. That's a way to communicate this as well, that you're hiring. Have you ever done a press release about hiring before? No, but it will be effective. Social media, use those same numbers, put in the pay rate, put in the benefits, and how many job openings you have. Use a, a link, and I would recommend using a bit.ly link or a short link so you can track what's working, where it's coming from, and where the most successful platforms are for you. We also are putting our job updates and our COVID updates. We send weekly COVID updates now for however long, but they're now weekly. So we the latest COVID information, but we're also putting in our jobs information that we're hiring. That has been huge for us. So it's a weekly communication that goes to our community and our jobs is in there. Is, does that have anything to do with COVID? Sort of, not really, but we have an engaged audience and we are using it and utilizing it. So if you have a newsletter, a COVID update that you are sending out, put it in there. Also, I hope you're taking notes, community Facebook groups. So many of us have our city Facebook pages. There's probably one or two for your school district or another one. Post the link to your jobs and your communication, your video, whatever you're putting out in those groups. I know they're usually for complaining about your school district or complaining about COVID, this, that, the other thing, legislation. But that's a great way because some of those community and the city Facebook pages have huge audiences with your direct demographic. So put it in there as well. It's a quick, easy share, very valuable. Also considering spending some money and doing a Facebook ad. Facebook advertising, it's unfortunate we have to do it, but it's the algorithm and it's where Facebook is at. But it is very effective and the ROI for advertising on Facebook or boosting a Facebook post is effective. You can pick the cities, you can pick the demographic, and you can start with literally $20, $40. It's not going to get you far, but you can try it, put in 50, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, and re really put out to a wider audience that you're hiring. And that's honestly money well spent. And it'll give you analytics on how many people clicked, and talk to your HR department. How many applications did we get? Did it work? If it works, keep going. If it doesn't, try another avenue. But that's the, the data part where you need to use short links and really analyze 
what strategies are working and if they're not working. Also your websites. Obviously put the job posting on your website. It's on your HR department somewhere, but it needs to be on your front page as a news story. Also a pop-up alert. So every time that somebody comes to your webpage, they get that annoying pop-up, but they see it. It's effective for us. We have a, a good um, system where they can just click it out. They won't see it again, but it's visible. So it's on your website, it's in the news section, and then it's a pop-up alert as well. That really helps. And then lather, rinse, repeat. You gotta keep going at it. You can't just post once on social media. Use all your social media platforms. Even, I remember a while ago we did a video we took our infographic and made it into a video, put it on our YouTube. So repeat, make another post, make weekly posts on social media, change up the verbiage a little bit. And then when you have a new job, put that out there and link to your entire job board. Remind them about your hiring subs. If you have a new pay increase, et cetera, et cetera. That really helps. You can't just do it once. It's repetitive marketing. You need to put it back out there. So look, this is one of those things where you can be really valuable to your school district. School PR folks are very creative, very intelligent. So think outside the box. Think how you can be a little bit dynamic and really help just outside the ordinary infographic, which, hey, look, it's still effective, but you can really do some fun things and really make an impact because it directly impacts students, and learning in our education system. Administrators can still do their job. Teachers can take a day off when they need to if they're sick, etc. So this is important. Hopefully some of those tips, tactics helped you and you can utilize those. If you have any other tips, ideas, tactics that you have used in your school district, please share them. Always open to you guys' feedback and your thoughts. Really appreciate you listening. Don't forget to join our PR podcast Facebook group. And we are on Twitter at School PR Podcast. A big thanks for Blackboard for being back with us for another season. Super exciting. If you haven't checked out episode 55 yet, it is our most downloaded episode that we have had in the past year. It is website accessibility and equity. So many good tips strategies and techniques with Steve and very easy stuff that you can just even just general improvements on your website. So if you haven't checked that out yet, please do. And please connect with us however you can. Appreciate it, everyone. Hope you have a fantastic day. Keep up the great work and keep advocating for public education, your students, teachers, staff, and your community. It is amazing. Thanks so much, everybody. We will chat with you very soon.